How you going there, Webby? We're just you, you, you've, you're tying yourselves in knots. He was down there. So Webby's doing yoga these days, and uh, he was just on the floor showing us some of his moves. Downward dog. Yeah, nice. I need to do a bit more action. Yeah. I was doing Very yoga. Flexible. I was doing yeah. halfway through my class. I did yoga once. Halfway through my class, my yoga instructor died. Left me in a really what? bad no. position. <laughs> yeah, left me in a really bad position. Boom, Tish. I might have heard that this morning. Oh. You, know I'm, you know I'm afraid of tsunamis. Yeah, yeah it comes in waves. Come on, that was all right. No, it's not. <laughs> this tasteless play on words. Mm. Okay, brought to you by uh, Perseus <laughs> Finance, uh, your trusted uh, commercial and assets finance brokerage. It's time for Movie of the Week. And today, from what I believe, we venture for the first time into the wonderful world of Guy Ritchie and his 2000 hit, Snatch. Do you like dags? Dags. What? Yeah, dags. Dags? Do you like dags? Oh, dogs. Sure. I like dags. I like caravans more. You're very welcome. Yes, and look, Liam Alexander at the moment is in London. He's, he's going on a European trip. Yeah, he's in London uh, investigating the um, underworld of London at the moment. Right, so excellent. I'm stepping in to do movie of the week. Excellent. And this could be a continuous thing for the next few weeks. I apologise because Liam is off for a mid-season break after Origin 2. Okay, okay. Ben, okay. Yep. Big shoes to fit here. I, I, feel, <laughs> I feel a lot even. of pressure here. Uh, the plot of the film. Okay. I watched it again last night, and this is a hard one, but I've got a little synopsis here. Set in the London criminal underworld, the film contains two intertwined plots, one dealing with a search for a stolen diamond, the other with a small-time boxing promoter, Jason Statham, who finds himself under the thumb of a ruthless gangster who is ready and willing to have his subordinates carry out severe and sadistic acts of violence. That's Snatch. Mm. Excellent. Do you Excellent. Like that? Yeah, I like yes. that. Excellent I, work. I've got to say about this, like they say there was lock, stock and two smoking barrels. Yeah. There was Snatch. They've tried to recapture this. I just don't think they have recaptured this type of movie <sighs> since. Mm. I think I prefer this and Lockstock. No, what, what I'm saying is, is Lockstock and Snatch, everything oh, yeah, after yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. What, you mean with like the gentleman? Like, yeah. Or well, Rock and Roller, I yeah, think as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, haven't yeah, really yeah. captured yeah, that yeah. moment See, again. I, I'm, we'll talk about this, no doubt, but I love the gentleman. I think the gentleman yeah. is really? fantastic. Excellent. Yep. I love Rock and Roller. I, 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 I enjoyed Rock and Roller. I don't think it's as good as a Snatch, though. Yeah. Nowhere near as close. Really? Wow. It's definitely tell, up there for me. But Liam, hey, we're going hey, to discuss this. Liam wouldn't like it. I tell you what, like uh, tell a guy Richie does well. I the the music, like the soundtracks, yep. mm. it's like yes. in rock and roll, a bank robber by Clash and things like that. Well, you listen, is, you go, man, that is a great song. This is the, like Robert, uh, obviously Ebert, Roger Ebert, uh, didn't like the film, but he did say that. Guy Ritchie isn't interested in the criminal world. He's interested in voltage. Mm. And you can see the way what? he cuts it. Voltage. So the speed of the film. Yeah, right. It's in and it's out. And speed cuts to, you know, little little moments with music. He does it very it well. Very, the, and they film it through that very gritty sort of yeah. lens, you know. Okay, let me ask very you. Very stylistic movie. So uh, mm. Guy Ritchie is the king of the British gangster films. Scorsese the king of the American gangster films, but I'm not going to ask who is better, right? That's a loaded question. I would suggest, in my opinion, that Guy Ritchie's movies are more rewatchable than Scorsese's. I, I don't think Ooh, I don't think Guy Ritchie... Controversy? I don't think when they look at the, 
the British underworld, they take it as seriously as the American underworld. Like no, Americans, it's more fun. Americans are very, yeah. you know, yes. they're very serious about their crime. The British are more, more than happy to sit back and go, listen to our London accents those, and enjoy yeah, this. That's right, those EastEnders. Yeah. I, it's, but it makes, you wanna, it makes you want to be part of it. It you does. Know, you, yeah. <laughs> you do. The mu- it looks like it's so much fun. It's like Peaky Blinders. It's like when you I'm watch like, Peaky Blinders, you know. go, yeah, I can do that. They spend a lot of time plotting shit, drinking pints in old English pubs. It's not just with Guy Ritchie. It's not just the music and the way it's shot and, as you said, that tongue-in-cheek, that that. That uh, Cockney humour. Yep. It's also the vastness of characters. Yeah. Oftentimes, you know, when you you get there, where you watch the Scorsese films, all the characters, all the gangsters, are the same sort of personality. Mm. With they're so vastly different. Like I can't, I can't watch Brad Pitt's character in this One Punch Mickey Mickey O'Neill without thinking of John Bateman. Yes. Well, I've got some, okay. So I've got some. I've got some trivia on that. So Brad Pitt was originally cast to play. Another character, but he couldn't do a London Cockney accent. So Guy Ritchie goes, "It's okay. I'll cast you as a gypsy, and do the accent where no one can understand a single thing you're saying." That's now, I agree. Brilliant. It is. It is. Brilliant. But it's like Johnny Bateman. You don't understand no. a thing. And Johnny Johnny Bateman has a little bit of pikey, right? So yeah, yeah. Well, he plays it really well. When we were we, at our training ground in England, when we were at Wigan. Uh, it was just sort of outside the stadium. You, when you, when it was like during the winter months, you'd train on the indoor field, we'd go to the outdoor field. Mate, suddenly this caravan of Irish gypsies turn up, right? <laughs> and wouldn't leave the training ground until they give them 5,000 quid. Oh, <laughs> stop it. Yeah, that's, that's what they do. What? Yeah. That's what they do. They just, they'll just park themselves in Northern England on your front lawn, right? Set up camp and say 1,000 quid oh. and we'll move. But this oh, is really? good, good yeah. That's a great business model. Oh, talk, talk Next time I'm short, I know I'm not going to, how I'm going to. Money. Talking about the Scorsese Richie thing, like it's a, the guy, the characters in this are dopes. He doesn't yeah. mind the criminals. Yeah, yeah. They can go, yep, you're dopey. Like I was watching last night with the um, the getaway driver Tyrone. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he can't. Yeah. He's trying to get out of the car, and the guy in the back's going. This is your getaway driver. I love the fact that he's actually a mad driver, though, but he can't yeah, actually run. Mate, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it is. So I'm with you as far as. Uh, films. I like this better than. I mean, Lockstock is a great film, but he's perfected the, yeah. the gangster film. I, did, I just think the inclusion of the character Bricktop, yeah. which all I wanted to do was play a Bricktop quote at the head of this, but I cannot find one that's clean enough. What that about, has all the beautiful language in it. What about Frankie Fourfingers? That's a good <laughs> name, too. Yeah. <laughs> But all, those blokes, but all those blokes in the East End of London, that's all their nicknames, that, isn't it? They, those little turns of phrase. That's what I mean. I feel like I'm there when. Uh, in the east of London when you so watch it. So Sean Connery was the original uh, pick to play Bricktop. Oh, really? They wanted no Sean Connery to play it, but apparently, yeah, just, no, nah, I'm not doing that. Oh, well, I was watching, this is segueing here, but I was watching the Dragons and the Roosters, <laughs> right, at a pub at Coogee, and, you know, the game when they scored late, that American. Oh, yeah, I remember. And on the table next to me, this is old, uh, as he said it, he said, mate, I'm an old East End gypsy, and he came out here to be a fighter. And he was standing there and he's like, just, he was honestly like this movie and he had the biggest hands <laughs> I've ever seen. It was like, seriously, like he was like an, you know, 75 kilo man, but his you, hands would belong. Yeah. Oh yeah. My little claws. <laughs> they, they were like Shaquille O'Neal hands. Yeah. Right. And I thought, imagine one of those just hitting you in the face. God, he would have like been a fascinating bloke. He was a fascinating bloke. To he was a fascinating bloke. 
He'd had a few beers on board, but couldn't really <laughs> understand each other. Any other trivia, Ben? Yeah, there's a, there's a bit here. Apparently, Vinnie Jones, obviously, yep. you know, famous for Guy Ritchie films. Apparently, there was a scene with Vinnie Jones where they had to use a Vinnie Jones lookalike. Because <laughs> Vinnie Jones the night before was in jail for a fracas on the street. Oh Knocks a guy out, was in jail the next day, and they had to film, so they didn't turn up. So I went, you, mate, you're it. Oh, wow. So you see there's a, there's a reverse shot that's another guy. Method <laughs> acting. Vinny's in jail. Method acting. <laughs> How much money did this make? So this made $83 million worldwide off a budget of $10 million. So oh. you can see that, you know, the success of this film and obviously Lockstock being a cult classic, Guy Ritchie could, you know, that's it. He, could, he, write mar- he could write his future because he is directing and writing these films. And then he married Madonna as well. And and made that that would have been hard work. <laughs> that look. Yeah, she seems high maintenance to yeah. me. And made that absolute stinker. What was that? Was it Castaway? But it was something similar to that. Yeah, there was uh, Revolver. Oh, he, he made oh, Revolver. He's, and he also, made, he's had some air swings. Yeah, yeah. King, Recently, King Arthur. That King Arthur one was that terrible. Was a, he's made a recent shocker. one, The Covenant. Uh, it's pretty oh, good. Yeah, I believe it's good. Yeah, apparently it's very good. It's pretty good. But Roger Ebert, I enjoyed this. His review said, I can't recommend Snatch, but I must report that no movie can be all bad that contains the following dialogue. U.S. Customs official, anything to declare? Dennis Freener replies, yeah, don't go to England. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was very good from Rog. It's like when when the Beatles had their first press conference in America, in New York, and they're sitting there, and uh, the Americans goes... uh, How'd you find America? And Ringo said, oh, we just have a turn left at Iceland. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Okay, score out of 100. Uh, I'm going to give this a solid 90. I really enjoy this film. Yeah, high 80s for me. 95. I don't know what you could add to it to make it much better. Yeah, let's do it. So what we're going to do, we're going to take a break. We're going to chat our best three Guy Ritchie films and the best best performances by, uh, by actors or characters in that film. You know what I'm talking about. 